Welcome to The Battle. I'm Matt Sidholm, and this season, Jen Telly and I will try to determine the winner of the battle of 80s movie soundtrack songs. 16 songs competing. We'll crown a champion in our final episode. Of course, we judge every battle by three categories. The first one being songwriting or song composition. The second one being critical reception. How was it received? Did it win any awards, et cetera, et cetera? And third, cultural significance. Do people know this song? Do people know the movie? How much does it resonate with people, et cetera, et cetera? And since we're, you know, going back to the 80s, you can consider Jen and I the uh, original PJs, okay, instead of VJs, right? We're pod jockeys, not video jockeys, right? <laughs> so we're back here in the nice. name of the movie division. And this time we've got the number two seed, Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Taking on the third seed, Purple Rain by Prince. All right, Jen, songwriting. Uh, let's get into this. Who who has the edge here? Well, I mean, I, this one again, I feel like is pretty non-negotiable for me. <laughs> You're gonna get into songwriting. I mean, how can you not give it to Purple Rain? Like Prince is just, I mean, a genius. Like he's you can't argue with like the magic that is Prince and Purple Rain, whether it was the movie or the soundtrack, the album, like all of it was such a whirlwind of like sound and visuals and lyrics and drama and all of it like wrapped into one that like for me, hands down, um, I have to say Purple Rain wins in the songwriting category. Now that's not to say that Ghostbusters isn't super catchy. And like Footloose, Ghostbusters perfectly sets up the movie, right? Like, you know what you're getting into um, with Ghostbusters when you hear the song. And to this day, if I say, who are you going to call? There's right. someone, there's some Weisen, Weisenheimer somewhere. That's right. That's 100% going to shout back Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. At me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, there's no doubt people, people know Ghostbusters. Um, but funny thing about the song, first of all, it's in that classic category of we need a song for this movie. Let's sit the artist down and have them watch the movie and write a song about what they're watching. Yeah. Right. Because that is exactly it. It's, you know, there's something strange in the neighborhood. Who are you going to call Ghostbusters? Right. Um, my favorite line is at the end when Ray Parker says, let me tell you something. Then he pauses and says, Bustin' makes me feel good. <laughs> yes. So good. I love that part of the song. That's where you get the nair, 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 yes. nair, 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 nair. Like it's so and I think that from a songwriting standpoint, another thing that I did read about Ghostbusters was that he was struggling. Like Ray Parker Jr. was struggling a little bit to figure out how he's gonna come up with a song for this movie. And he said he was at home one night and like a cheesy, like late night, you know, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday type commercial came on. And he remembered that there was that bit from the movie and he's like, oh, what if I wrote them a promotional jingle, mm. right? Like, so if you think of the song Ghostbusters as being like a promotional jingle for the actual company, it kind of works on that level. And again, coming from like a marketing and advertising background, I can sort of, I can give it some extra points for that, but not enough to surpass Prince. I mean... You yeah, just can't. I can't. I couldn't sleep at night. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. All of those things. If I put <laughs> Ghostbusters above Purple Rain, well, and, the song, and I think Ghostbusters loses a point on this song because remember they it was involved in a lawsuit with Huey Lewis. 
for and it lost because of the song i want a new drug now interestingly the producers of ghostbusters had approached huey lewis about writing a song for the soundtrack and he said yeah no thanks and then he's listening to ghostbusters because it was everywhere and he's like that's my song (laughs) and if you go back and listen to huey lewis in the news is i want a new drug I mean, it very much like Ghostbusters just sounds like a sped up version of that song. So, um, so yeah, it did lose a lawsuit there on on some kind of plagiarism or copyright infringement. Um, but talking about Purple Rain, I mean, like just just the instrumental alone. So so interestingly enough, like Prince composed this and wanted it to be kind of a country song, and he wanted to partner with Stevie Nicks on this. And Stevie Nicks oh. heard the instrumental and was like almost overwhelmed by it. it. Was just like, I can't, I don't think I could like meet this song where it is. And so she kind of said, no thanks. And so Prince kind of toyed with it a little bit and reconfigured it and and then started writing some lyrics to it. But yeah, I mean, th- that alone kind of gives you, I mean, if you needed any more kind of uh, oomph to this, uh, you know, the credibility of this song, it's like Stevie Nicks being like, yeah, no, I can't mess with that. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's too good for me. Yeah. I mean, what? Well, and it's such a like a plot driver. This will probably segue us into, you know, the critical reception category, but it's a, such a plot driver for the movie, right? Like the two females in the revolution and his band have come up with this guitar riff that he doesn't want any part of because he's the leader of the band, you know, like and he doesn't need anybody else's music. And then, you know, of course, when, from the first time you hear it, you're like, oh, that's Purple Rain, you know. Um, so I think that you do get um, it, the two are just like it's almost like we were talking about in the Footloose category, like the song and the movie are just forever intertwined, too. And I think that um, a lot of the songs we're talking about in this division kind of set the film up, whereas Purple Rain is kind of its own separate song right it doesn't it, of course it goes with the movie it's major plot point of the movie but you can listen to purple rain outside of seeing the movie and still have a really great song um whereas i don't know that with ghostbusters like if ghostbusters comes on and purple rain comes on i'm likely skipping ghostbusters and i'm never skipping purple rain i guess is a good way to to phrase that so that's a fair point I think that, that yeah and i think that, that that transitions well into kind of the critical reception because i think a lot of critics would agree with you there even though ghostbusters hit number one on the hot 100 for three weeks and it was actually number one yep. in a lot of other countries but i think that was entirely because of the popularity of the movie like the movie was such right. a massive hit so movie versus movie i mean ghostbuster wins all day Right. But again, we're just focusing on the song here, but it's still charted very highly all over the world. Um, Funny, Purple Rain was number two for three weeks, but never hit that top spot because of Wham's Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. So George Michael would not let Prince get to that top spot. Tough loss. And you know how important that was. If anybody, a little plug for the new Wham! documentary, if you've not watched it, get out there and do that. Um, George Michael was very concerned with the charts and things. So I'm actually kind of happy to hear that because (laughs) he got robbed of a a Christmas number one spot. I'll say that. So watch the Wham! (laughs) documentary and more. There's more there. But um, yeah, I think that, you know, again, Ghostbusters is the movie that I'd watch more than Purple Rain, but Purple Rain is the song I would listen to more than Ghostbusters. And, uh, you know, Ghostbusters, you mentioned it, did hit number one, unlike Purple Rain. And it also um, closed out the Billboard Hot 100 for 1984 in the number nine slot. 
So that's pretty amazing too to finish the year as the number nine song. Yeah. Um, In contrast, Purple Rain, yeah, Purple Rain. I mean, it's ranked as the number eighteen song of all time by Rolling Stone magazine. So that that's a pretty significant feather in the cap, I think, for Purple Rain versus. I don't think Ghostbusters made the top five hundred. I'm not positive, but pretty sure it didn't get there. I don't think so. <laughs> and if you look at the critics scores of the song, like the lowest grade Purple Rain has is a B. Metacritic gives it a hundred out of a hundred. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like you can't, <laughs> I think that you really cannot. Um, there's no, there's no arguing in this category that from a cult, from a critical standpoint, you know, Purple Rain is, is the, the clear winner here. All right, so let's talk about cultural relevance. I mean, funny enough, there's been two since my kids have been born, there have been two more Ghostbusters movies. So that's still an active franchise. And this song gets a little new life, I feel like, every few years. It does. It does. And I think, you know, yeah, the remake certainly helped. Um, and I also think we, I said this a little bit earlier, but I think the song without the movie probably wouldn't have worked as well. Where I think Purple Rain as a song is as good as it is with or without the movie. Like I feel, I feel a special place for it because of the movie, but I think it's still a good song um, with or without. Yeah. Ghostbusters. I mean, without the movie, the song just makes no sense. Right. It's like, it's like a monster mash type thing. Right? Where It's right. just like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess you can play this at Halloween. You're going to bust ghosts. Like, what is this? But you know, without the context of the movie, it makes zero sense. Whereas, I mean, you can listen to Purple Rain and I mean, the way Prince describes it, he, it's like a song about the apocalypse, right? Because he, he talks about because you know, blood. Prince. Yeah, because, yeah. He, but he says it's like being with the one you love and there's blood in the sky mixing with the blue sky to make purple rain. That's where he kind of derives all of that. And um, yeah, and, and so... Obviously, there's there's something bigger there beyond just, hey, go watch my movie. <laughs> right. Well, and, and I think, too, more people have seen Ghostbusters than Purple Rain. I mean, a lot of that's due to people parenting wrong, in my opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Parents, get out there and make sure your kids watch this terrible movie from the 80s yeah. that I love. <laughs> Yeah, probably a little inappropriate no. for kids, you know. It's yeah, a lot. Ghostbusters it's a probably lot a little better. Yeah, but a little better, a little better with Ghostbusters. <laughs> but I, I think that more people have definitely seen Ghostbusters, so it does get an edge out uh, over that. And the other thing too, we haven't mentioned it yet, I think, in this episode, but the video for Ghostbusters is yeah. actually really great too. You get a lot of fun cameos in that video, um, and so like, yeah, you, I, I think you. Um, the the video also gave a little bit of a boost to Ghostbusters in addition to the movie. Yeah, I would agree. So, I mean, saying that, I'll give a slight edge on cultural relevance to Ghostbusters, again, just because the, the popularity of the movie is just so much greater than Purple Rain. But I think yeah. songwriting and critical reception, I think, gives the overall win here to Purple Rain. What do you think? I agree. I'm with you. Same exact. So Purple Rain wins for me as well. All right. Well, there you have it. Okay. So Purple Rain is going to advance in the name of the movie division. Next week, we're going to switch gears to the love song division. Okay. So get ready for some 80s love songs. We're going to start with a battle between an officer and a gentleman taking on a valley girl. 
Join us then. Join us on social media at Super Awesome Mix and then come back and listen to me and Jen talk all about it.